I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and in this video I'm going to be talking to you about wanting more than they can give. Well, have you ever found yourself in a situation where the person that you're dating or in a relationship with is feeling like they can't do it anymore, that they're just not able to handle a relationship or dating at this time? Sometimes it is a legitimate reason. Now, sometimes people will use it as an excuse to get out of the relationship when they don't want to quite tell you everything that's going on, but sometimes it really is legitimate. Now, one of the things that I have seen is when people are just coming out of a divorce, they tend to be really emotionally unstable, okay? And it's like, They've been in this long-term relationship a lot of times and they need time to kind of get out of it, have that space to, you know, kind of digest everything that happened, to move on and grieve that relationship before they get into something else. And so, yes, in those cases, uh, it can be really difficult for that person to go from one relationship to another. But a lot of times people do it, right? And if you're not really securely attached and you're more towards the insecure uh, attachment or you have, you know, more trauma in your attachments, then you're going to be more likely to jump into another relationship because you're afraid of being alone. Because being alone can be really terrifying for us. And so, when we don't feel safe on our own, we can look to others for stability. And that's not healthy, obviously. The more you can be independent, the stronger you are emotionally. Now, I'm not saying you want to live like the mount in the mountains like a hermit and not have any relationships, because <laughs> that's not really securely attached either. But what I'm saying is, where you don't need somebody, you want them as part of your life, that's a healthier place to be. So, what I have seen a pattern of is that sometimes when people are coming out of a relationship, a long-term relationship, they're not ready for something new. And this is really, really clear when people are coming out of a divorce. And the girl that I have mentioned numerous times about the Applebee's girl, you know who I'm talking about. If you've been on my channel for a while, you know who I'm talking about. She was coming out of divorce, and I didn't realize this back then that she wasn't ready. Even though she was saying she wanted to date, she wanted to move on, she was over it, she really wasn't. And it was, you know, a lot of the things that he was doing was pissing her off and making her really mad, especially around their daughter, right? So he would play games with her and he would use guilt and manipulation and he was doing all kinds of tactics to try and get her back. But she hadn't quite gotten through that part and gotten to a place where she should have been 
dating again or getting into a, a long-term relationship again. And so it's tough if you meet somebody that you really like and they're coming out of a marriage. And, you know, each situation is different, of course, but if you see somebody in that position, be careful, okay? Because if you're not, you're going to wind up, you know, feeling like I did and getting your heart ripped out of your chest. So I've got a good email today from a guy who is in his mid-40s, and he was dating a woman that was a couple years older. Now, um, they don't have any kids together, but she does have a few children, and he has a few children, too. He was telling me about her life, and he said that her parents are still married, and she grew up in a farm. Now, she told him that he was being too clingy, and the relationship was too intense for her. So remember that as I move on, okay? So, what he says is that we initially met through a friend at a bar in 2017, and there was an instant attraction between the two of us. She Facebook friended me the next day, and we began to communicate through Messenger constantly, many times a day. See, so her attraction for him was initially really high, okay? So that's a great sign. We went on a first date a week later, and we hit it off immediately. She confided to me on our first date that she was going through a divorce of a 13-year marriage and asked if I was okay with that. I responded yes, of course, because she could have told you just about anything at that point. <laughs> you would have been like, yeah, I'm okay with that. Murderer? Well, you're not going to murder me, right? Sure. How many people did you kill? Twelve? Yeah, that's under a baker's dozen, so that's okay. Yeah, right? Because your attraction level is so high to somebody like that that you're just like so excited to be around this new person and you feel so good that you're ignoring the red flags. Okay, so he says, I have been divorced for four years. Okay, so he's plenty out of his divorce and he's ready for something new and ready for a new relationship. He said, we dated for four months and had an amazing relationship. Well, obviously, this is the really early stages of getting to know somebody, and yet overwhelmed, your brain is overwhelmed with all these chemicals, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and so you just feel like a drug addict around this new person. You're excited to be around with them, even if they're, you know, they may have murdered somebody in the bathroom on your date. However, near the end of our fourth month, things took a turn for the worse. We planned to meet at a bar together, and she got there first. She saw her sister-in-law at the bar before I arrived. I later learned that the situation really disturbed her. So that was a massive awakening, and it completely took her out of the fantasy she was having with him. Right? It became real. All of a sudden, it got real, real fast. Because she was going from feeling great around this guy, so excited to get to know him, and yay, this brand new relationship, he accepts me for murdering people. Kidding about that part. <laughs> um, she's so excited, but now all of a sudden, her husband's sister is at the bar that they're going to go to 
that would be just like this shattering effect and just all of a sudden it's real okay she probably wasn't ready for it so she says she immediately asked me to meet her at another bar she was standoffish to me that night of the lingering fear of us being found out by her husband see she is not ready for the world to know about anything like that especially her husband I don't know where they were in the divorce I don't know if they were separated or living apart or what the deal was he didn't really go into those details but either way she just wasn't ready for him to find out at that point she began to distance herself from me whenever we message each other she no longer include any flirtatious emojis and the words I miss you in our messages became a thing of the past. She began to take longer to get back with the messages. I ended up being the person that would always reach out to schedule a date. I was also usually the person that wanted to discuss our feelings, but she tended to avoid those conversations. I finally broke up with her. So... He was frustrated, he was confused, all of a sudden things are going great, next thing he knows, she's not talking about her feelings anymore, she doesn't want to see him like she did, she's not being flirtatious, so he's like, oh, what's going on here, right? Two months passed by with limited co communications before I reached out to her and we agreed to meet. We connected again romantically and it felt as if things were going to be good again. She asked me if I was okay with the situation, and I told her that we didn't have to put a label on it or be in a relationship. I ended up in a romantic relationship with her for two more months. It was a private relationship where we would get together at my house out of fear of her being seen in public together. She admitted to me that during the time we were apart, she met up with an ex-boyfriend. Okay, so now you're like, what's the deal here? Now, you're seeing here, she's not wanting to be alone. Because she went from really liking this guy, to hanging out with her ex-boyfriend, to going back to him again. So she doesn't sound like she's in a good place herself, right? Supposedly, he wanted to get back together with her, but she told him she wasn't interested. However, I thought it was strange that she admitted meeting up with him multiple times. Isn't that sending him the wrong message? Well, that's possible, but you may be jumping the gun there because maybe he was acting like he was just her friend and he was leading her to believe he was only interested in friendship and he really had an ulterior motive. So that's another possibility there. He says, then, out of the blue... She started to distance herself from me again through messaging and getting together. When I asked her what was going on, she told me she didn't want to get in the weeds about it. But there were patterns she didn't like. And our relationship was getting too intense. So, she isn't looking for that strong commitment that you're wanting and you're trying to force on her because she's just coming out of a divorce. She's not even divorced yet. And you're like, how do you feel? Do you, do you like, still care about me? You're not texting me as much. You don't want to watch. 
And so now the fun and the excitement is feeling like pressure. Okay? She stated she needed to step away to figure out her situation. I empathized with her about the timing of her divorce and our relationship and told her that I would give space to her. She is still going through a divorce and living in the same house with her husband because they both want the house in the divorce. Okay, so that certainly does make it a lot more complicated. She's still living in the same house with this guy. You don't know what really is going on behind closed doors. She could absolutely be telling you the truth, that they're just fighting over the house, or maybe she's lying and there's more going on that you don't know. But, you know, this is why I talk about, you guys, watch my video, Choosing a Good Partner. It's so important. Part of choosing a good partner is finding somebody that is emotionally available and single. Okay? She is not single, technically, and the fact that she's still living with her husband kind of puts an emphasis on this, okay? It's not like they've moved out, because they're still living together. And she's not emotionally ready either. So, not exactly a healthy situation for you to be pursuing a relationship here. Um, she knows that it's not a healthy situation. I guess I should have read the next line. She is divorcing him because he has anger management issues and has emotionally abused her and physically abused her son at least one occasion. Okay, so now we're looking at even more volatility here. We've got an abusive guy on top of everything else. There were two separate, uh, separate occasions where we were together that she bumped into someone that knows her husband and both instances really affected her negatively as she didn't want him to find out about us. Okay, so wow. Sounds like there were three times that you guys went out and bumped into people that, you each, that knew her and her husband. So that's really going to cause her to be like, I am not ready for that. I see myself as having an anxious attachment style and her having an avoidant attachment style. Well, that's possible, but I'm not sure about her attachment style. Just because she's not, uh, just because she's avoiding uh, the relationship doesn't necessarily mean that in this situation. Because like I said, she's still living with her husband and that whole dynamic is still going on there. Whenever the two of us were getting deeper in our relationship, she began to fade away. My instinctive reaction was to try and pull her closer and see her more. But I'm convinced that behavior pushed her away further. Definitely. I asked her if she wanted to grab a coffee around the time of my birthday in December. She said she'd be open to it. However, learning more about no contact, I've decided to let her be the one to reach out to me. It has been a month since I last made contact with her, and it's been difficult to stay away. I want to respect her wishes for time and space. It's easy for me to think that she has found someone else or won't contact me again since I was usually the person that reached out to her. I'm using this time to improve myself and do some self-reflection. Any help that you can provide in regards to my next step would be helpful. I really like her and miss her. Well, I could see why you like her and miss her, because initially it was just intense 
It was amazing. You felt great. It was exciting. But you weren't at a place, or she wasn't at a place, where you guys could attach and really form a relationship. And she's not ready for it. You can't force it. I mean, she's got so much going on in this in the background of her life, right? I mean, she's still living with this guy. They're fighting over the house. The divorce isn't finalized. I mean, there's a lot going on in this dynamic. And I think she probably is really attracted to you. But that intensity came down from her when things outside of your control happened, like bumping into people, but also your behavior. So you kept pushing and pushing her for something that she just wasn't willing to give. And I think you need to accept that if you're going to try and make it work with this woman, it's only going to happen when she's in a better place emotionally and ready to give that kind of relationship. So I wouldn't put your life on hold for too long over this woman. Doesn't mean she won't come back when she's feeling emotionally more stable and ready for something like a relationship. But I think if you try and push this, you're only going to get hurt because she's got to resolve those other issues before anything else is going to happen with you and her. So, uh, if you want to get my help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching. I do Skype coaching. If you got to get with me right away, I do offer emergency Skype coaching. Margaret is also available for Skype coaching too. Just click on Margaret on the website. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.